Yo, 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 Eric. Spotlight yo, what's is... Up? Spotlight's on, baby. Spotlight right. is on. On and shining. On and shining. How you feeling? How you doing, my friend? Man, why you always got to ask me? Shit? Nobody cares know, how I'm doing. Because the holiday spirit's with us. Everybody's is happy. It? I ate way too much shit at work today. I feel like yeah. garbage. No, yeah, you did. You ninja'd. We had our Christmas, so-called Christmas party. People at other works probably, it's a big extravagant they Christmas have party they have. Yeah, <laughs> these aren't parties. This is like during your break, you're allowed to eat cookies. And then during <laughs> lunch, we're going to bring in hoagies and then potato salad. And yeah, uh, and even you, that was new for this year. Yeah, that was. They changed it up a little. Uh, during the cookie part of it, they forced me into the room, and I was Sucker. like, okay. And then right when I go in, because you do not want to participate, you Absolutely are a socially awkward fella. You are, uh, you're Jessica Cruz. I got terrible anxiety. Work. Come on, man. You're Jessica Cruz. I said you need that phantom lantern, or the phantom ring. Uh, but yeah, there, everybody starts, alone. <laughs> everybody starts yelling at me then. Where's Eric? And they get mad at well, me. I, they know I'm the life of the party. That's why. <laughs> yeah. The life of the party. Somebody <laughs> needed to be the life of the party. It, it was really hurting. Uh, but we're in there and I sat by myself in this chair and, uh, people are like, uh, Hey, why don't you sit over here? No, 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 I'm okay no. Here. And I just Shut sat up, there fatty. and and I could see over everybody and through the window of the break room and I could see you out where else. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Because everybody, why isn't Eric in here? I, I don't know. And then the one lady came Eric up. Eric hates all the, of the you. The one lady's, why isn't Eric here? I don't know. I'm going to go get him. She came yeah, she back tried. empty handed. She tried. She came back empty handed. She was pissed. She came up to me. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. And yeah, I kept, I was sitting there and, uh, they had all the cookies. And again, I told you I was not going to be involved. So then they, they kind of told me I had to go in at least make an appearance. So I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit. I'm not going to get cookies. 16 cookies later, yeah. uh, I made that promise again. 10 cookies later, but they did have, uh, people were like, oh, you got to have these, uh, whiskey balls. Oh, I'm like, God. okay, I've, I've had whiskey dick at some points in my life, so why Who not has? the balls? So I get up, and I'm like, okay, I get one. Very moist. So I pick it up. I'm like, okay. I pop it in my mouth, and Jesus Christ, I think I drank half a bottle of whiskey. Oh, and God, I'm not I, joking. I just got the shivers just thinking yeah, about I'm it I'm not again. joking. Everybody can listen here, and everybody will immediately go like, oh, I'm lightweight, or oh, it can't be that bad. I ended up eating the cookies. Everybody was you know, going back to work. And the one uh, lady said, well, are you going to get some cookies for Eric? I said, oh, he'll, he'll easily get some cookies by himself <laughs> later when nobody's looking. But I did say, no, what I'm going to do, and my original plan was to get a bunch of these whiskey balls, and I was going to form them into a large donut and, and try to get it so that I bring it out to you. And I was going to punk you. But this thing would have been – this. these things were so – like I said, they were so moist – so I just got three of these whiskey balls and I took them out to you. I'm like, hey, yeah, here's these whiskey balls. And you're, I know, this is the standard. I'm not saying you're a pretentious prick this time. <laughs> not this time, but, yeah. But you did, you, you know, you came walking over. It's like, listen, I've been eating whiskey I, balls all my life. Yeah, and you have had rum I've been balls. an alcoholic for half of my yeah, life. I've no. been an alcoholic for three quarters of my life. So <laughs> you know that you did this. Like I said to you, these are so – you have to try these. They're, they're crazy. And you were probably thinking, oh, lightweight. You know, look, yeah. look at this little guy. He can't take his – he can't take his whiskey balls. And I'm you put like one to, in your mouth. Hey, look at this little guy. And it was the best because you, you took one in your mouth and right. you were just like – I saw it and you're oh, like, 
you're like, okay, ooh, <laughs> and then you got the second one, and it, and then the third. Each and really, one was progressively oh stronger. Oh my god, Listen, the guy is drunk. That's what I thought because then I'm like, I think he might be a little tipsy because I'll admit, I think I had three. I was getting a little tipsy because I can't explain to these people how much wh- there was less balls and more whiskey in this than I'm I've ever. Each one of these balls felt like a half a shot of yes, whiskey, at least. So just in the middle of the day, out of nowhere, I'm doing you know uh, one and a half, two shots. I know that's not a lot. Yeah, it's a lot during work. Eating anything yeah. Yeah, at work. And uh, so the lady, though, in the meantime, before I'm, I'm eating the one, I'm like, holy crap. And so it became my, my job to make everybody eat these whiskey balls because I thought it was hilarious. In fact, I brought some home at lunch for terrible. my wife. Try this. Oh, my God. It was the best. And uh, so I asked the lady. I'm like, oh, you, you made them. She's like, yeah. I'm like, whew, Jesus Christ. What did she – she, I think she used – Two bottles of whiskey for the, just these balls. And she says, I usually use double the amount, but this time I, I doubled that. So, you know, four times, four times the amount of the yeah. recipe. And then she goes, I don't know why they're so, like, wet and moist and they can't really form together. Yeah, I said, I think so. I, I said, we should be, you know, you need the card people to get this. I started to become the life of the party. I got a little. Lady, I got a forklift I got to drive. Yeah, really? What the hell? But, yeah, I said, the, you know, hey, everybody, you know, don't drive home. You're gonna get car. You're gonna get pulled over. It was tough, but that was our our Christmas party. Um, yeah, it was a little lame. The the boss usually gives like the uh, you know the State of the Union address, and I didn't want that nonsense. So during the break, the lunch part of it, I actually went home, made up the lie that I had to take my wife to the doctor. So that was a complete lie. But I wanted to do the long con, so I didn't even tell you that that was a lie. No, but in fact. You told me, I got to go to the bathroom, and I saw you 45 minutes later. Fuck yeah. Then you hear tires squealing, and and people were mad that I left. But uh, I did uh, take some whiskey balls home for Tanya to eat. She ate half of one. It made she was like, holy crap. And then when I got home from work, they were gone. I'm like, you know. But no, Ethan ate them. Ethan ate them. And we're like, what what did you think they taste like? He said, they taste a little weird. (laughs) He's drunk. The guy just ate them all. But yeah. uh, And they taste weird. I'm going to have me four more. I missed the State of the Union. Of course, you didn't go, so we have no idea the place might I've be closed now. I missed the State of the now. Union address for the past, like, 13 years. The place years. might be closed. But, hey, welcome to the Spotlight. Uh, as you can tell, this is a holiday-themed Spotlight uh, because this week the holiday special came. But before I go to that, let me tell you that this is the official, unofficial Spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, Eric, for the week of December 15th. We're getting there. Halfway halfway through the month. It's almost Christmas and New Year's. Oh, my favorite Talk time you, of year. Fuck you, 2016. Let's my get this shit done. My favorite time of year. I don't know. From anything, I have not seen many things uh, to look forward to the 2017 either. Because really the Look, only thing I'm I know is that stag. You're being Orlando. gone. Yeah. Yeah, that Steve Orlando stag story is the only thing that I see. It's an honest hey, man, signal. She's an honest signal, dude. Honestly, she, I don't even know if that's a she. I'm, I'm telling you, a stag is not they a all, she. They, they all look like fucking puppets stag, to me, so I don't know. Eric, stag is, is not, you know, it's not a woman. She's That's, not a signal. I'm saying, though, the term stag, you don't use that. I, I, uh, it's yeah. going to be a stag party, baby. Yeah, yeah, a stag party. No women. It, look, it's an honest signal. Me, are you telling me that stag did not look female to you? Uh, I, she looked, uh, yes, stag looked completely female. Uh, maybe again. You'll be half right, Eric. That's right. the honest signal. 
but we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Batman Podcast Network. We're also proud. members, Eric, of what I and you like to call the Get Fresh Crew. Get Fresh Crew. I tried to find the the song and I, I could not. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, fucking dying short there with that one. Not really good with the soundboard still. It's not even practice that's going to get better. It's the fact that I have to pull up 17 windows to get the goddamn thing going. Yeah, I have to work on this soundboard more than I have to work on my wife during date night. There, boom. It's like you guys have date night. Yeah, really. We've been married too long. Too long. But this is the spotlight for what book, Eric? DC Rebirth Holiday Special number one. Written by Paul Dini, Tim Seeley, Eric Esquivel, Heath Corson. Wait a minute. Before you go, should I go get a drink or something? Dude, I'm telling you. Everybody sit down, fucking lean yeah. against something. It's going to take a while here. This is going to take a long time, especially with your fumble and reading. Oh, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> Heath Corson. Can you fumble reading? Because uh, that's what you do. Go. Gustavo Duarte, Mariko Tamaki, James Tinian IV, Gene Wen Yang, Kay Perkins, James Asmus, Bill Freiberger, Steve Orlando, and Vita Ayala. Ayala. Art by Elsa Carriatier, Hi Fi, Josh Reed, Ian Churchill, Alex Salazzo, <laughs> Carlos M. Mangual, Dan Jurgens, Norm Ratman. Gustavo Duarte, Marcelo Mialo, Martias Bergara. Oh, he left early. Jay Nanjan, <laughs> Ravi Rodriguez, Alejandro Sanchez, Andrea Moody, Ben Hunziker, Paolo Pantolina, Arif Prianto, Riley Brown, Scott Hanna, Tony Avina, Thomas Pitilli, V. Ken Marion, and Mick Gray. Fuck. <laughs> Spotlight off, man. I'm telling you, man. You, when I when I said I was going to do this book, you're like, for the credits, just write various for me. I each. told you. No, I man, said write I'm various. I'm going to do all of them. I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. Various, Eric. Various. There were 17 million people on this book. Now, the big thing going into this is, well, well, first off, even before that, it really shocked me. I didn't know this was coming out. I don't no. know. I never Fuck heard anybody. Like Christmas I, always does. Yeah, I never heard anybody say like, oh, my God, did you hear anything about this? Are you looking forward to it? Really, it surprised me. So it just came out of the blue. It came out. Uh, the other thing that's going to be the big issue is it's very expensive. It's $10. So you are Jim, getting. It's 9 99 Nine ninety nine. Yes, I, I always tax. laugh that. I love that they they have to just go over <laughs> they, that whole thing of the concept of well, if it's ten dollars, but nine ninety nine, we're fooling their asses. Uh, but yeah, it's it's very expensive for a comic. You're gonna have to really decide if you like anthologies. Like you're not gonna get a lot of stories now. A lot of people have said that. This reminds him of the new talent showcase. It actually reminds me more of the Batman, Batman Annual, Annual number just one, the way yeah. it is. Yeah, it's more of a Christmas theme. It's obviously it is a holiday theme. They're not going to say Christmas, but a holiday theme. But it really reminded me more of that, especially because of the Paul Dini uh, Harley bit. Uh, that is the wraparound story. That is the narration. The thing that brings it all together is that Harley is having a Christmas party because they and they have to have a Christmas party only because they used all the drinking money in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> they use that money like right away. Everybody in the Suicide Squad. That was done squad by get, March. Yeah, they get drunk too much, so instead they're having a holiday Just special. Imagine, like 
Why does the Suicide Squad have a fucking party budget? I know. Why are they allowed to drink, number one? And also, I don't understand the concept of, okay, we drank too much, so we're going to have this party with all the heroes. It's kind of ridiculous. I like it, though. I actually like it. I even like like looking at the different things. You have Shazam there. We haven't seen him in a while, Eric. He's at the party. He's, he's there. Yeah, he's there, but I really I, do like... What's that? Do you want me to do my write-up here? Oh, I thought you were done. All that talking. Yeah. All well, that go, talking. Then. Do your, okay. do your Are you write ready? Up. Are you ready? Let me try to yeah, read this. This is going to be here. there's a lot. Okay. Is it long? No, it's not, but okay. it, it's just me reading. You know how much of a problem that is. Yeah. Yes. It's the holiday season, and DC has decided that Harley's had too many holidays to herself, so this year they rocked their Rebirth brand to try and get an extra $10 out of their readers while providing them with short stories about holiday cheer that ranges from Christmas, Hanukkah, to New Year's, and ultimately, in my mind, it felt unneeded. Yes. Bah humbug, Jim. Bah humbug. I'm giving you two. That's not the awesome horn. That is that because I'll just tell you right away. I like this a lot more than I thought I was going to. Uh, I even like, as I was saying before, you rudely interrupted me with your blurb. Oh, uh, I really I do like the wraparound. Calls. I like the wraparound story with Harley. I do think it's funny. It ends up going from a holiday party into like a holiday TV special. I'm telling you, it seemed like a variety show, yeah. fucking like interlude no, it, stuff. I'm telling you, when I was growing up, way back in the the 1600s, it was hee haw. Uh, you would have, uh, you would just know. I'm saying every Christmas you would have these. You would have the Bing. Oh yeah, the, oh, yeah, the Christmas Christ. variety like even special. that that famous one with Bing and uh, David Bowie. That was from a special. Yeah. And I really do like those Christmas specials where you do get these little things and even in a variety show type of way, certain actors and stuff, mostly TV stuff back in the day, but they would show up. You know, you'd have Henry Winkler would show up and he'd have a little skit that he would do. And that I really think it's a funny way to wrap this around this, you know, what is just a holiday anthology. But a lot of these stories lead into the next, but also the interludes with Harley that do get even more and more ridiculous as they go on to me, uh, lead into the next story. So she's like, hey, here's Beast Boy. Hey, how you doing, Beast Boy? Hey, you know that. And, it, and then it'll go to a story or you'll have Superman there with Wonder Woman. And it, I really did think it was very clever the way they did it. And that Paul Dini part with the Harley is great. And it's the uh, Elsa Char- Charitier the art to me is awesome, and this is the girl that uh, Reggie just loves. He Every time she was on a book, and I think I told you, I think she was on Starfire right. uh, a bunch of times near the end, and she has a Darwin Cook style uh, art style, and he always says, like every time, like they got they got to get a ring on this finger. they you got to sign <laughs> her exclusively. Like, Lock he her thinks, down. Yeah, he thinks that she is the cat's knee, the cat's knees. <laughs> the cat's knees but i really yes i really do like that but some of the stories are better than others in here and there's 10 stories so you're going to get a lot of stuff i do like the actually i'll say i like the cast of characters that they have but it is very basic uh if it's, you it's for the most part to me it really seemed like the best and brightest that rebirth had that's to what offer i'm saying right now. if you want to just go into it and think oh i wonder who they're going to have it's going to be the big books of rebirth and it, obviously even just dc itself it's always heavily in the bat family and you are getting a lot of bat family uh, here and really for the most part if you like the bat family and the superman family Boom. you're going to get yeah you're going to get a lot here but there's a lot. We're not going to go through the tip for tap for every story, but the thing is, I think the first story is the best. And you're going to also hear tonight, tonight, Eric, 
me me mention or me tell you how much I like a couple writers in this book that you rarely ever hear me say yep. that I like. It's very strange. The, yeah, this first story, uh, which is a Batman Superman story, is by Tim Seeley. And I think it's great. I really do. And the art by Ian Churchill. We, we don't have to go through every one like this, but this one's really good. And it ends yeah, up... We're, we're doing a spotlight on the spotlights part of this book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. We're just going to take a, a couple well, of these we'll stories. We'll go through each, but we'll just say, oh, and there's a Batwoman story, and they do this. And then move on yeah. to the next, just so people know what's in here. But this Batman-Superman one is really good, and it's pretty much jingle all the way. It's Superman <laughs> and Batman and jingle all the way. And it even starts out with this rainbow monster. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. nonsense. We don't need to deal it's with that awesome, shit. It's awesome, though. It, it makes me laugh. Superman's busy, and he's like, oh, fuck, yeah. I got to get John I just like the, the crazy villain of the super, the freaking Rainbow Monster. But Rainbow yeah, through Monster this whole from thing, a volcano. Yeah. Basically, if you saw Jingle all the way, basically all this is is Superman realizes that he, that he didn't get um, John his present. This game this console. This monkey monster monkey entertainment monster, system. The worst it? gaming system named since the Switch. And... Uh, it, through this whole thing monster. now, you're going to get Superman trying to get this gaming system, and every step of the way, he's going to be, you know, detained. He's saving people, whatever. And at the end, at the one point, he has one. He's about to grab it and has one, and Damian Wayne jumps in like a dick, like he always is, and grabs it and kind of laughs and walks away. Now, the one thing in this story, I said to you, you rarely ever see Damian not in his Robin costume. No. Nope. I mean, I'm telling you, it is rare that you see Damian. Usually, if you do, it's him at dinner. Uh, you know, and really at dinner with the other Robins. Like it's when when Bruce says, "Hey, we're gonna have a family dinner. We're gonna do this." That's when you see, him. and he always looks pissed. Like he doesn't want to be like. The art is great here, and I love seeing Damien as just a kid. He's a good-looking boy. I, I'm telling you, even with that though, there's this brief scene. I think it's like a panel where we see that Superman is trying to get this, and he has to stop to take care of the Penny Pincher, which is yeah, a golden age pincher. villain. That's yep. the funniest thing to me in this whole story, though, just yeah. because well, the, holy fuck, it, they brought yeah. the Penny Pincher. Well, that's why I said up. I just wanted to bring up the the Rainbow Monster at the beginning because these it's ridiculous. Yeah. Everything, every step of the way that he goes at, it's ridiculous. Now there's a setup during it as well that John calls Damien because his dad's not back. Oh, you know, my dad's out. And Damien is not... This is Christmas Eve. Damien's just fighting freaking villains while John's just sitting looking out his window and says, don't you want to be a kid uh, anymore? Worlds. And that's a good setup to what happens um, because Damien really doesn't. Now, at one point, I will say that Damien looks like he has really big ears. <laughs> Made me laugh. You leave that yeah. poor boy alone. Yeah, but then... Uh, it seems, your boy, that, Zach. it seems that Clark and Lois invited Bruce and Damien over for, you know, New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve to have some dinner and, you know, have some things. And I really like it. It's like one of those times where they get to just sit there. They're themselves. You're not in the stupid costumes. They do have crazy, you know, the ugly sweaters going, Lois and Clark. Uh, but yeah, and then it's Christmas. They, hey, or Christmas Eve. And hey, can we open a present, Mom? John says he's all excited. Not this is something that actually made me smile too, because in our house they are allowed to open one present, and that's usually all they get. There, but uh, that's right. They get to open a present, and John runs out and he picks it up, and it is the Monkey Monsters game system. And Clark's like, "Huh, what's going on?" And it's Damien that got it for John. It's so cool. Uh, and then the whole thing ends up with basically Batman saying, "Hey." Sorry, he stole your thunder. He's like, no, no, he gave him the best gift he could, a friend. And that kind of shook my head. But then uh, it ends with kind of a weird thing that I think that Bruce and Clark were going to go off to the shed and do some weird things together. Because <laughs> he's like, Bruce, uh, Clark, would you, Bruce, like, to, uh, uh, would you like to <clears throat> play? I'm like, what is going on? I, now, honestly, I, when I first read this, I'm like, 
What are they getting at here? I actually <laughs> thought they were going to like start wrestling in the snow. Yeah, I didn't uh, it was know. Good. And then I'm like, okay, I guess they're going to go play some video games. Yeah. Seems a little out of character, yeah. but it's still fun. But it's even even earlier when uh, John gets it. Damien gives him the gift, and he's like, oh, man, I always, you know, this is what I wanted. Great. And Damien can't even bring himself to just be a normal kid. He goes, yeah, that's for your strategic planning. And, uh, and I, I really I like I love that. how awkward Damien looks when John runs over John and hugs, hugs him. him. Yeah, because really, it's funny because what Superman says or Clark says, you know, he gave him a friend. Same with Damien. I mean, yeah. you know, Maya is a friend, but he doesn't have a, a, a boyfriend there. I was, was going to say, a, she's a friend, but he yeah. wants to have friends yeah, with Damien yeah. who, you know, he hasn't killed their yeah. father. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's funny. All of a sudden, Damien kills Superman just because that's the only way he can <laughs> make friends with to people. Make friends. <laughs> that's his go Like when I was a move. kid, in order to make friends, hey. we had to fight first. Yeah, well, it, it worked on Maya, so why not try to kill Superman? But it, it's such a cool story. It's a nice story. And again, it's one of those things that is it's not a setup for super sons but it's to me but it leads into a pretty nice and to me it's a a decent continuation of where we left off with that and yeah exactly here is what we thought would be what we want from super sons you have the john who's just a little kid he just wants to hit kids just you know girls just want to have fun he wants to have fun (laughs) and all this damien's ultra serious they meet in the middle and Damien does not want to admit, but when he's playing the game, he's having a great time. And he's doing a rookie move by turning that controller sideways. Yeah, you don't, you'd I never suck. do that. There is no reason to turn the controller side. These aren't motion Kids controls, Kids do that. Damien. I do it. I did it all the yeah, time. It's, My mother it's, used to yell at me. No, like, I, I used doing? to get mad at uh, Zach when we'd play uh, way back Crazy Taxi right. on the Dreamcast. Because when you turn in a game, you do not have to turn. Like, no, you turn the but wheel. It's instinct. Rookie mistake. Rookie but we all mistake. know, though, no matter even if Damien doesn't want to be a kid like John is, yeah. he is a video game aholic. Yeah, he does love that. And I, I think that the whole thing is he I'm does want to have I'm surprised he didn't get a fucking cheese fun. viking. Yeah, really. Uh, but, yeah, then it moves on. Like I said, this goes uh, fairly quickly. The next story is uh, – it says it's a Superboy. It's kind of – it's a crypto it's story. It's a crypto story. It's very – you know, it's very to the point where basically crypto gets uh, – a collar made of Superman's old belt. Yeah. There hey, really is. Do you ever think that Crypto thinks he's like weird because he's not like every other duck? That's no, it, John, actually. shut up. Yeah, that's actually that's the whole thing. It's supposed to tie into how John is starting to feel different because of his powers, and it's kind of ridiculous. Now, before this story, and I'll just say that you, was I, the I, I, that was the Eric dick, Escaval you know. and and Norm yeah, Ratman. Yeah. I, I'm deal. such a dick though because I'm reading this story and it's this nice little story about you know trying to make the dog feel like you yeah. know welcome during the holidays. But it's the, supposed to just, tie in just, so just, forcefully I, into John. It is, but the thing is, I spent the entire time wondering where the fuck is the big white wolf crypto? Yeah, yeah, really comes out and kills them all. Yeah. Uh, the the thing that I actually liked better was before that the interlude with Harley is a thing like the. Uh, the year without a Christmas. It's it's one of the the uh, the Rankin and Bass Rankin and looking Bass, yeah. uh, specials, and it ends up being Crypto that becomes almost like the Rudolph to get the yep. sleigh. That's a better Crypto story to me than the <laughs> one that we get. I thought that that was really cool, and the art well, it, in that is incredible. It's, it's funny too because at this point, these are just the interludes, which I'm fine with. I'm like, all right, they're taking these stories yeah. pretty seriously. Yeah. And then we get to oh, the next story. Yeah, they yeah yeah. Uh, I'm actually going through because after that, then. We move on, and it is uh, – what's it called? It's Detective Chimp and Batman. And yep. the only thing that I, I – this interlude, though, hilarious. But it 
it makes everybody look like a dick because everybody's getting their presents and they find out that Batman has given uh, his gift was for uh, charity I, money. I, I have donated money to a charity in your name. Yeah, Fuck that's you, Batman. that's what that's what Batman did. He donated money to a charity to the GCPD type charity <laughs> thing. Everybody's pissed. <laughs> like you are all pieces too. of shit. But it, it's funny because they're getting the it's the Wayne Foundation Police Retirement Fund is what yeah. the, the gift. So everybody's getting this this note on their their phones. Oh, this is to notify you a gift has been made in your name to the Wayne Foundation. And everybody's pissed. And then Batman's drinking tea, and he's like, "I'm sure if Mr. Wayne was here, he'd say you're welcome." <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> funny. He's such a dick. <laughs> but yeah, they delete, it. and it leads into a Detective Chimp story. Could have got this me a one, batarang, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah this one is. Uh, a little forced. Uh, it is the people, the guys, I believe it's the full team pretty much, who did the Bizarro uh, story in, oh, yeah, he's or the, the mini in the, the DCYOU. And you can tell by the art. You didn't like the art as much. I liked it. I thought I that it was, it's it was very a cartoony. Too cartoony. Like for the Bizarro one uh, <laughs> yeah. we had, here it's not as bad because it kind of fits with Detective Chimp. Yeah. And they have this weird, like, stylized, it's a, it's a, Incontinuity Batman with the new bat suit, but it's yeah. like almost like a uh, Dark Knight Returns look yeah. for. Yeah, he's all hunched or even, over. Or even the blocky. way he looks, kind of in uh, the Teen Titans Go cartoon. Now he's all bulbous and kind of stupid looking at times. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about this story is that it is kind of a smoke and mirror. You know what I mean? Detective Chimp is a cool character. Detective Chimp uh, is in town because he's looking for a reindeer for his one client yeah, from yeah. L.A. Well, he thinks it's a dog at this point. The whole oh, thing sorry, ends yes, up, it is a dog And the whole thing ends up being he, Detective Chimp thinks he's so smart. He thinks that this guy was a mall Santa that came yeah. in to look for his dog. And in fact, it's a reindeer. It's the real Santa. Batman helps him find him. Uh, and that's about it. But I yeah. like it because Detective Chimp is the hard-boiled thing. He likes to... He's a hard-drinking... I, I, as far as I know, we have not seen Bobo in the New 52 no. or Rebirth yet, so it is kind of fun seeing Detective yeah. Chip again. Yeah, but I liked like, it. It's it's just such a stretch for me. It's like, okay, Santa Claus is real. I'm like, no, everybody yeah. else is taking these stories seriously. What are you doing to me here? Yeah, I know. It is a goofy story where if you want to say anything about the art, it kind of leads you into realizing that it's a little yeah. bit goofy. Uh, it, it is funny because – Detective Chimp just thinks he's so goddamn smart. You want to he smack is so goddamn face. smart. He is, but he didn't know it was Santa. He thought it was a mall Santa. He was wrong. Who, who would think it's Santa Claus? A crazy I person. I know, but yeah, that story. I I had fun with or it. that at one, one guy point at work. Yeah, really. Uh, but yeah, then that leads into the next story, which is my least favorite, and it is a yeah. a Wonder Woman, uh, Constantine story. And in these books, even in the the uh, what's it called? The New Talent Showcase. They had that Flash Wonder Woman deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's weird these team ups. Wonder Woman does not team up well with people, but they're picking the craziest things. And a Wonder Woman Constantine Wonder Woman. team up is the team up that nobody asked for. If you ask me, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe somebody's out there that's going to go yes, Eric, when he sees this. But uh, it just to me. It's just ridiculous. And the whole story, there's not a ton going on. They're looking for Diana. Constantine has a spell on him. He's looking for a witch at a big festival of witches where they were once burned all these witches in England. Lancashire, whatever. Lancashire, whatever. Somewhere in England land. I can't say things in England land, like uh, British land. Wonder Woman is there looking for Dionysus, and ultimately Dionysus is never there. Constantine finds the witch he's looking for, who you think has cured him because – 
he has not been able to sleep because he keeps having these terrible nightmares yeah. from the spell that she put on yeah. him. And the only way to cure that spell is for him to tell her what he's dreaming of. So he thinks it's all said and done. Okay, we're good. He goes home to get some sleep, and, and he jumps right the, back into the nightmare at the end where he's the sitting on was. Santa's lap at a mall. And he's like a little boy because he says, okay, little boy, give Santa a big that's smile. The thing, that's like, the best part. You he's fucker. not a little boy. He's a no, grown-ass costume sitting on he, Santa's lap. Here's the deal. He is wearing a little hat. Like <laughs> maybe. Maybe everybody around him thinks that he looks like a and boy, but it is funny. I, like the... I don't like this story very much because no. it, just, it just seemed really unneeded for where we were. And I, I don't no. know. Um, it, I like the art only for the uh, Constantine because he does look like he hasn't slept in days. I yeah, thought that looked yeah. good. And ultimately, I really like the last page that we end on because we see the dream. And we below that, we see Constantine sitting in the chair. Yeah, sitting, sitting there And dreaming. he just has a stink yep. face on yeah. as you see in this. And I'll tell you, in general, I think the art in this whole thing is it's great. Uh, on, you know, just as a generalized statement, I don't think that anybody could read this whole thing and say, boy, that art really sucked. And in, in general, I think it's really good. Uh, again, I really do like these interludes. I know that you weren't real big on them because then you go to this interlude where Harley is talking uh, to Poison Ivy and realizes she has spiked the punch and Flash and all his villains are sitting there singing carols together. You even have the Pied Piper there. Fucking you got going. Pied Piper playing his freaking flute. You got Weather Wizard, Flash, Golden Glider, uh, Trickster. And uh, Captain Cold and Gorilla Grodd all singing Gorilla Christmas Grodd, All singing Superman Christmas carols. Right there should be enough for anybody <laughs> to say, like, holy crap, it's so great. And they're all excited about it. And even before that, you have just – it starts with just Captain Cold and Flash singing it. And that's where uh, Harley even says, oh, I didn't think they'd be doing the Bing and Bowie bit. And I thought that – I like <laughs> I, that. I thought because, that was a cool call out too, yeah, right there. It does. And it, it calls – like I said, it kind of brings you back to what these interludes are all about. And this leads into a Flash story, which in my opinion, again, might be the second best. It's very I, close to being tied. I think tied. it's my favorite. It is yeah, my it favorite. might be. I said earlier that the Batman one was my favorite because I, I just love Damien and John. Uh, but this one might be even better, actually, because it's a Flash story. You tell about it. I've been fucking yapping. It's your I'll say, This Flash story is all about, like, it's Christmas Eve, and Barry is visiting a kid who's just recently been put into a foster home, and he's really upset because he's worried that Santa's not going to be able to find him because he doesn't know him to be in this house. Yeah. And Barry lets him in on a little secret that years ago, the Flash was taking out the rogues when they were robbing a bank, and when the rogues uh, tried to stop the Flash, they shot – like I can't even talk about it. Captain Cold froze the fucking road, and a van ended up skidding off and falling over and yeah. flipping over. All the presents spilling out. Now, this was a children in needs kind of van where they're delivering presents to needy kids. And, and, and not it, even just needy kids. It really did seem like that's, this was kids. spelled out for foster kids who were their first year in the foster yeah. system, which, again, the, just to interrupt you a second – Barry even says earlier he was one of those at one point. Oh, yeah. He was worried. So it even makes it even more personal. I'm telling you, that beginning with that, it actually almost made me tear up. It, it's <laughs> I'm really a, I'm a baby. Good. I'm but telling yeah, you, really I, I look, I'm looking at this. For some reason, I really like the art, but you look at the one scene where Barry gets down on the kid's level to tell, like, let him in yeah. on this little secret. They got, he's got a pointy-ass fucking nose. He's, he's got, got a, a lot, gigantic he, actually, goddamn ear. Here's I the thing. I really like the art in this story, though. Throughout this, there's a couple panels, and when they go a little wonky, it's the it's the the nose that goes. Because even when he jumps out and goes, the the part I, where he runs, I, I just want you to look at this fucking ear on this one panel because Barry looks like an elf. 
Yeah, he does. I'm looking. <laughs> he looks like uh, a goddamn Vulcan. I still like the art in general, though. No, I, so I really do. I'm and you, just, I love the art in this, in this uh, story, and, and I love the story. It's, it's Robbie favorite. Rodriguez that I do not recognize that name, but this story was written by James Tynan, the fourth, and I actually like it enough that I kind of wish it was on the Flash book. But, uh, I, and, but and it's go weird, on. too, because it's like uh, we have – it's a, like this heat wave we have with this rogues here – Seems like an old school heat wave. Yeah, he does. Everybody else kind of seems like they're more like the New Fifty Two yeah, rebirth yeah, the kind new of thing. Deal. So it's only it's a bit of mi- a mix of both here. Where and uh, because this fucking truck is flipped over, the rogues decide, look, uh, Flash, we're gonna call a truce so for a week. We're gonna like you're, we're not gonna do anything wrong. You're not gonna go after us. We're just gonna make sure that these gifts are delivered and no more yeah. trucks get flipped yeah. over. And this is how it is now. Every year, Every the week year. before a uh, week before Christmas to New Year's, the Flash and the Rogues make sure that all the presents in Central City are delivered. And I'm like, yeah. I really, really liked it because not only that, I just love the Rogues because they're not these I fucking insane Batman villains. They're regular guys who are up to no and, good. And I, I and, actually also like uh, that it makes sense in this too because when when uh, Captain Cold's like, okay, you know what, you know. Do do your deal. Get the kids their presents. Trickster's pissed. He's oh like, yeah. He's like, what the hell? And that fits with the new Fifty Two Trickster as yeah. well. The only thing I can think of with Heat Wave is the Heat Wave in the new Fifty Two had that crazy, you know, the heat powers. I'm saying he was burning up all the time. Yeah, and I think that they just wanted to in this just to get back to the guy who has the you know well, the equipment. I, I don't remember how it. it worked out before. Do we remember what happened to Heat Wave at the end of the new Fifty Two Flash? When he was in that it was, I think like that they, I don't think that they ever really showed exactly what happened. Remember, he was trying to save him because he was trapped in that. He was Trapped, the Riddler in case, and they were gonna Riddler was gonna use him as an atomic bomb. I think yeah. that they just took him. I think he went. Okay, I, so I don't maybe remember. This is I, some sort of containment suit for yeah, him. I yeah. can go with that. Whatever. I, just, I actually just like him being a guy who has because at one point he actually does have a flamethrower oh, that yeah. he uses. I like He's that classic better. heat wave. Yeah, I like the and classic. I, and I like thing. it. Yeah, I, I, well, like I think that maybe looks they... like he actually, the weather, weather wizard looks like he has fucking actual powers though. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird kind of deal, but we'd have to see. But yeah, uh, like you said, go on. They, they make the truce. I just thought it was funny that Trickster's like, that's idiotic. And, uh, he was like, shut up, kid. And yeah, I, I hate, I, I'll admit, I hate Trickster. Can't stand him, but it's more because every time I've read a story with him in it, he's fucking with that Rogues Rebellion and stuff way back yeah, in the New yeah. 52. He was always fucking over the Rogues. I can't stand him, but even in like Injustice, he was doing crazy shit. But yeah, go on. But no, we end the story then with uh the kid, like Barry making sure that like the kid knows everything's gonna be all right. The Flash is gonna take care of it. So yeah. that night, the kid goes to sleep and he wakes up because he hears something. He goes downstairs and he sees the Flash delivering a present. You just see the yeah. Flash put his finger over his lip like shh, and then you yeah. see the whoosh of the lightning as Flash takes off and a big smile on the kid's face. It's a really goddamn nice yeah, story. Yeah, I like it. I like it. The only thing that I thought it was a little odd. I don't know that they told this Robbie Rodriguez that it was the name of the kid was Malcolm. It looks uh-huh. like a girl throughout the whole time, and I really it kept throwing me off a little, especially in that last panel after yeah. Flash goes shh. It looks like a girl, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, there's again you're gonna have some crazy stories. This is what I actually like. The next story. Only, I don't like it per se. I, it it's, was okay. It's one page. <laughs> but it's it's the new Superman. And what I did yeah. like it was that it is Gene Luan Yang who writes the the new Superman. He did the writing. But yeah, there's not much to it. It's uh, them uh, fighting in China and this villain. They take her to go and eat. What is it? It's the uh, 
black sesame filling rice balls and they go yeah. to do that and it's almost like a you know hey it's well it's not christmas because that's why i like you know, like hold on like wonder woman's flying new superman around like look at all of these people trying to get to the mall christmas isn't even a real chinese holiday this isn't christmas traffic get in today's dong z winter solstice winter solstice so they have a winter solstice festival like we don't celebrate christmas this is the winter solstice and it's funny because but again that is a funny way it's a little forced but it's a funny way for jean luan yang to kind of spell out hey they don't have christmas in china uh but yeah i i do like the it's one of those it is the cliched like hey everybody calm down it's almost like a a little bit of a different version of what happened with the flash and the rogues where they have a villain they get to sit down hey Let's enjoy this thing. Hey, Red Orton, calm this shit down. Keenan still has to be like, you realize that you're going to – your fucking ass is in jail after this, but they they have an okay time. Uh, Let her her enjoy her food, Superman. Now, the next story is a Batwoman story, and you can take this one as well. And I do have to say, Kate Perkins is one of my favorite writers from the New 52. She didn't do a lot. She did the Supergirl uh, book when it was ending when Supergirl went off to the Crucible and I thought it was going to be the Breakfast Club in space with Supergirl and I really do like her. Uh, this story's okay though. It, the this, story, one actually... this story threw me off a bit because like for one thing like uh, this, this is going to sound terrible the way I interluded in here but like uh, it <laughs> here starts out with no, I'm just saying with the the Harley Quinn interlude within the story is all about how like her father was Catholic, her mother was Jewish. She celebrates yes, both she Hanukkah celebrates and both. Christmas, and she's yep. got a weird like uh, menorah. She's uh, got a menorah like reindeer, uh, uh, like hat. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's but, like um, reindeer deal. But then we go into the Batwoman story because you know Batwoman is Jewish, yes, and she's used to like celebrating with her father, who's now locked up in the belfry, yep. as we all know. But. Th- I like the art a lot. You were telling me before how it's like almost very Ken Rockerford. Yeah, it's Paolo Pantalina. I can't read. Uh, but yeah, it looks to me like Kenneth Rockerford art that you don't really like typically. No, but I like this here. Yeah, except I like the two. I like seeing Kate with the long red hair, like which usually is a wig when she puts on the Batwoman yeah, costume. Yeah. But here she's just Kate Kane with the long red hair, and I think she looks great. Yeah. But I just don't understand what's going on because at one point she walks out and it looks like a kid's being taken, and she gets shot. You see her go down. Next panel, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, he says uh, the nerve shoot at me. All I wanted was pie, and it does look I'm like, like she I, is I down. I saw for the you count. get hit. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck is this nonsense? And then this is probably one of my on. least favorite stories, but yeah. we do get some cool things where we see her like old friend, like her hacker buddy, is going to help her out, get some yeah. stuff, and yeah, ultimately, and they, I they, thought they the art was the awesome. I'm saying I really like the art in the story, and I like the way Batwoman looks all dynamic and shit. And like yeah. when they have the whole Batwoman. Oh, once she gets the, the Batwoman costume on, then it's it's really good. And even to the point where they have a full page spread where it's the Batwoman symbol with the panels in it. That you, you're not getting a lot of that in this book. Like this book seems to be like you get the job, you're gonna go basic art. It's it's not bad. But you're kind of going, this is not bad. Like this, uh, I forget that, uh, Paolo really yeah. freaking went to town on this and did a great job. I really did like it. But it, boy, each, every panel I go to, I'm like, that looks so much like Kenneth Rockerford's art. But she stays uh, there and they get to sit down and have some Hanukkah yeah, with their old yeah. friends. Yep, and again, you're you're getting this probably as a way because to remind, hey, you know, I'm surprised at the end she doesn't say like, boy, I hope that this sort of thing doesn't happen in my own book coming up, and yeah, because yeah. it, it is in here basically because I don't think that there would have no, been a Batwoman that, story that if she sense. didn't have her own book. Uh, exactly, that makes sense to me. Why not get some hype going for the Batwoman uh, coming up in February? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I like this edition. And really, Plus, then people are loving liked. her in Detective Comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of the better parts of that. But yeah, then you. 
go and you have a Titans book or Titans story that really does seem like a continuation of the Titans Hunt book, not yeah, the exactly. Titans book. This is a continuation of where, like where we left stuff off in uh, Titans Hunt with Ding Dong Daddy and Honey Bun. Pretty much what I was thinking of, the revenge of Ding Dong Daddy and Honey mm-hmm. Bun, where they are just going around with their freaking souped-up car, driving on fucking buildings, just causing a whole bunch of havoc on New yeah. Year's Eve. And Roy has brought everybody out to try and stop them. But since uh, Wally's not around, they can't catch them. So ultimately... Uh, Omen, like, does a little astral projection of, say, hey, let's do, uh, like, a, a race. If That is if you're not chicken. And then they stop, yeah. they go back, and they have themselves a little drag race, which is fun. But the story's really about Roy dealing with his addiction. You know, he's got all his friends back. He's, yep. like, his memories are coming back, but he needs to freaking move on from where he was. And he wants them to be around for New Year's Eve to try to put the past behind and start yep. fresh. And that's why he wanted everybody out with them tonight. And it's a really nice story that it looks fucking great. Yeah, it does. It looks awesome. I'm telling you, the art in this, well, I will tell you also that um, one of the things as well that I thought was a nice little touch, it does seem that as the stories progress, they do progress in time. Like you have the story, you know, before Christmas, then all of a sudden it's Christmas Eve, then it's Christmas, then it's New Year's, then it's, you know, it it goes down the line. And I really do like it uh, with that because this, like you said, is a New Year's Eve uh, story. Uh, but then, and at then the I end, like too, and they're all like, the, the, they're counting down the freaking clock there, yeah. and everybody's having a good time, and like Donna Troy kisses Roy, he's like, I thought that was supposed to be on the lips, and then Gar's like, okay, I'll give you one, yeah, I'll, I'll give you one on the lips, and then it <laughs> says end, and then oh, freaking the last panel though, Nightwing's like, oh man, I'm gonna be late, yeah, and we jump to the next late. story, which is a Batgirl story, which is nice, she's just fighting villains, and then. Dick shows up and they watch the fireworks yeah, together. Yeah, and he, what he said he was going to be late. They they were going to watch the New Year's fireworks. They were going to watch the fireworks go at New Year's. So he's like, "Holy shit! I was we were doing all this stuff. I forgot. I got to get over there." And she, in the meantime, she's busy as well, yep. which leads to her thinking she was late. And really, this story is pretty much one. It is. It's one page where yeah. they're both climbing it's, it's up a, separate parts of the building. One little continuation yeah. of the Titans yeah. story and where they, it even they starts get there. out with the Titans. Yeah, and and they have a nice night then where they're just watching the fire. Fireworks. And this one, just to say, it's by Bill uh, Freeberger and uh, Thomas Patilli on art, which I'm not very familiar with those as well. No, and I do I. like, too, that I like that we're reading these and we're like, you know what? This isn't bad. My, there's yeah. not much to screw up in this one page. Um, but still, I but like you that. you like to see your heroes have their yeah. moments where and they don't I li- have And I like to see DC getting more people involved here. Uh, to, to give us, like, there are other writers out there that we might go. And then it leads into the last story, which is a Green Lantern story. And here's where the shock is, Eric, because this is written by uh, Steve Orlando and Vita Ayala. But Steve Orlando is fully involved, and I like it. Uh, this I don't know if maybe Steve Orlando came up with the idea of the story uh, and, and Vita, Vita Ayala dialogue, wrote the deal because – the script is very good. The story itself, it's a little cliche, but really, yeah. these holiday things should be. You get the cliche. I'm surprised, you, you, you really. Get three, you get three alien wise yeah. men that, freaking, yeah. uh, that Jessica and Simon have to deal with. Yeah, and it basically, if you've been reading the Green Lanterns, actually, if you really go down to it, if you read this and you're like, you know what, I kind of get the idea. It's actually not a bad way to jump into the Green Lanterns because you learn a (laughs) a bunch of stuff about them. You know how Jessica's anxious now. You know that Simon has anger and stuff. I was going to say before we went into this, though, I'm actually shocked that you didn't have like a Batman in like the uh, Christmas Carol where you have the ghost of, uh, actually, the three Jokers. What do you think? People would have blown the fucking 
minds. They would have blown their I'm lips. Saying, not only that, you get the background though, like of where Jessica and Simon started yeah, out. As that's what I'm planners. saying. It's not a bad jumping in point if no. somebody's reading this and no, they says, even show oh you God. Simon taking on the Red Lanterns. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. And this is V. Ken Marion, who I will say, as love a disclaimer, Eric, we love the guy. And he's he's kind of – he's been a friend of the, the site and the podcast as well. I've been missing him well. ever since Bloodlines and ended. And I think it's awesome. And I love this art here, especially Jessica. And especially when they get in the, the Green Lantern Jessica uniform, that's great. freaking awesome. I don't know uh, why. There's a simple thing that he's doing here that's a little different than we normally see what, with, with that the symbol? lantern symbol over yeah, her I eye. Yeah, I like it. I and really I'm like, like it. Really dig it. It's almost yeah. like a fatter symbol like Kyle used to have yeah. back when he first became Green Lantern. Yeah, I like it. I, that was the first thing that I was like, I really like that. But yeah, like you said, these three aliens come down and they're going to have a test. And if they fail the test, they are going to pretty much make Earth a, a fucking cesspool that you know more than it is there. Yeah. And if not, if you if they're going to make it all 2016, yeah, it's all gonna the be, time. Yeah, really. And if they if they pass the test, then they're going to give kind of a wish. But they are the three, you know, wise men, and they they have the test. And basically, the test broiled down to them doing something, and you just passed the test. It, it really is like it, the tests are three for the test yeah. that the obstacles. Now I, I freaking had the page, and now I yeah, missed you it. told me all about it before. Now yeah. I can't remember. I'm looking. I know the one. Oh God, this is terrible. Let me see. Talk a little, Eric, and I'll find out yeah. because I can't. Find I, I want to talk more about that symbol on Jessica's yes. eye. Oh, that it. is okay. cool, Logan. It, it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It, I'm, I'm looking here, and I, I went too far. God damn it. Okay, here we go. There's three trials. This is the worst. Uh, the first trial is suffering. The next is sincerity, and the last one's integrity. And the funny thing throughout this is as they go into the test, they never seem to remember. I don't think they were paying attention because no. if they said to me, like, hey, the first test is of strength. The next one's of, uh, you know, intelligence. And this is, you would kind of know which way to go, but they don't. But the suffering one basically throws them back in right before they got their rings. And it even to the point where it's almost the suffering isn't what's going on there. It's also the suffering of what happened after they got the ring. So it makes them like, oh, my God, you know what? I don't think I can do this again. This is Jessica. And Jessica's like almost like, oh, my God, I almost – that that ring almost killed me. It poisoned my mind. It made me hurt people. And she has to decide if she wants to She didn't really have a good time when she started because she started with the power ring. Yeah, yeah. And even Simon's like – That's a bad day uh, right there. He says the, the, the ring's a curse, a blessing. I get power and grief and fear and rage i don't Look, know what i want to do t- simon simon oh i'm telling you you got the ring you got out of guantanamo yeah bay. really because at Take that point he's in guantanamo bay but when they accept the ring and accept to be the green lanterns you pass the test eric you're you're in Good. and then the the next one was the sincerity and basically what happens then is simon and jessica have to kind of uh go and accept each other as teammates so that oh simon's down you know or or actually it's you guys can choose. Do you want to be the only Green Lantern of Earth? You know, Earth is supposed to have one Green Lantern. What do you want to do? And they both are thinking, Jessica and Simon. I really like this because Jessica is basically thinking, Simon's going to fucking throw me under the goddamn bus. He doesn't like me. I, I can't do anything. Simon's like, nope. It's both of us or none of us. We are the Earth of Lantern. There's two of us. You just passed the test, my friend. <laughs> and then the next one is a fight with this champion. The champion ends up. Now, this is where it gets a little hokey because the champion just knocks the shit out of Simon. Simon gets knocked out. And to win the test, basically, is that Jessica has to decide to fight. What about Simon? 
You know, he already did that, but the he whole decided thing is, they both had to decide. Yeah, he and decided the, the, he got his ass kicked. Jesse and, and he, decided yeah, as well. And she decides because she even says like, oh no, and then they give, but they give her a special thing. They say, listen, you're terrible, Green Lantern. You can just give up now and go. And, you know, the world kind of gets it's like, destroyed. What but is your you'll decision, live. Jessica? What is your decision, Jessica Cruz of Earth? I, uh, I'm doing this. I choose to continue. Well done, Jessica well Cruz. Done. The you final testament the of test. integrity has yeah, been successfully but she basically, completed. To me, again, this is the next. Now, this is very uh, forced in every time Jessica is of her having to accept being oh, yeah. a Green Lantern. I don't mind it. I do I'm just like telling it. You. It is right now with the setup. It's the greatest hits of the Green Lantern so it far. It is. I, I'm telling you, it's a great thing to just jump in and, and to we'll go even and do get it. them back to the kitchen baking. Yeah, and it I get it started that way and ended. And yeah, that's a caller when and they were making got, cookies. And I'm telling you, that's what got me into the series finally yeah. when they started having the low key issues of doing this freaking. Yes. And you know stuff. why I like this because we've already seen Simon's family. This is Jessica and her sister, so yeah. I really like that. Now we're getting that part of them, and they're learning this more about totally, each other. This is total greatest hits, though. Oh yeah, it is. Even though they call Hal and like, hey, we just fought these things, and it almost makes it like this is the Green Lantern version of it was just a dream because they call <laughs> Hal and he's like, no, there's no aliens in your area. There's no unauthorized aliens. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but but we saw them. They were here, and the, I don't know what you're talking about. Just you know what? Have a have a good holiday. It's funny. He's like, it's a holiday, right? I'm like, boy, how you are working too hard, my friend. You should at least know. You you know, I know in space, you you know, the space calendar. And Patrick Duffy walks out the shower. Hey, what's up, yeah. guys? Yeah, that's what it made it seem like. Like he's just like, <laughs> you guys are fooling it. But yeah, they have that. You ever have that cake uh, with the little toy in it? The little uh, the little angel. No. Yeah, I've had it. I actually, we would have it every Christmas at my old work. I actually like it, but what happens See, we, to Simon? We would Simon, have the Christmas crackers for that. Yeah, yeah. And this is like a, it's like a horn, like a, I don't know, like a wreath type deal. Yeah. And in it, you bake in this little angel. And yeah, I always was afraid either I'd choke on it. Oh, yeah. Or, or what happens with Simon, where Simon's like, oh, man, I just bit into a rock or something. She's yeah. like, that's not a rock, that's the prize. And I like it. He's like, what, a toothache? <laughs> that's the prize? But yeah, it's very funny and it's, it's hope. But I, I really like, I, I'm telling you, if you aren't reading the Green Lanterns book and just want to know what it's all about, you could go right in and it's, I give kudos to Steve Orlando, whatever he's involved with in this. Probably the best thing I've ever read that he wrote. I, I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Uh, but yeah, and then it ends. I don't know. With, I have been enjoying the new Midnight or Apollo. It is, but I'm telling you, this, that story itself, was all the best bits of the Green Lanterns book, which I like and even put it on my $25 pull list. Yeah. Uh, so I really like the book, but I like it ends then with Harley there, and it is almost like the end of Saturday Night Live when everybody comes out to wave goodbye. Yep. And, and, and it is. It's they, all the people. They're saying, you know, they get everybody there. They uh, want to thank the Counting Crows. You know, Great. Yeah, they're thanking the Counting Crows. We like to thank freaking Alec Baldwin, and they're going to go. But they mention all the different holidays, which is nice. Uh, I don't know about uh, – they have to make Cyborg mention Kwanzaa. Like Kwanzaa. nobody else could mention Kwanzaa. Jeez, that's a little racist to me, Eric. I'm a little upset with that. But, uh, yeah, it just ends, and then you end it with – We have Kid Flash there, and we have freaking uh, Cyborg, the only <laughs> black people that were invited to the party. And, well, yeah, yeah, I almost got, I almost got even racist and saying, well, Simon Betts is there, he's Middle Eastern. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna get in trouble. But, uh, yeah, you could have had somebody else, I guess, Black Lightning. Oh no, Killer Croc's there. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh no, see? I'm sorry. No, that no, no. I I just sorry. That was the St. Patty's Day party at the end, where we see three months yeah. later where the Suicide yeah. Squad drinks up their budget through. once again. Yep, they're all they already went through their their budget again. So next year they'll have another special. It's okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's Killer Croc. Amanda Waller said they could have had Amanda Waller up there. She could have Nobody said it. Nobody Amanda. She's a bitch. Yeah, really. She fucking split. But it is kind of her party, right? <laughs> and Kid Flash looks like a woman. Eric, look at her. Look at that pretty Kid Flash over there. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it look like a lady? Oh my goodness. But yeah, uh, I would say that in general, if you want to have some fun and you want to give somebody, uh, even as a gift, somebody who kind of likes comics but you know isn't fully into them and wants I, a couple I, Christmas stories, I I think you could go. I, I don't know. Worse. That's the thing. I don't think I would want this as a Christmas gift because if I'm going to be reading comics, it's going to be no. The actual I'm saying stories. you're already you're you're into comics. I'm saying you have a a son or daughter that kind of likes you know. Oh, I kind of like those comics or whatever you, you could give them this to see what they like they can read this and go yeah, you know actually, what i kid, like this i, I would have i wouldn't have turned down any comics yeah and kid. they could be like i really like the story with batman and, and his kids and the okay well there's a book coming out it could lead you into this but like me i love stuff like this i really do so my thing with this might be a little you know skewed higher because i really do like uh just fun Christmas things. It's a like Christmas this, miracle. Man. Jim yeah, doesn't it's, hate it's something, a huh? Christmas miracle. Yeah. You, are you in the Christmas spirit? Did the I book give work it a on two you? out of ten. <laughs> what did you give it on the site? Because I gave it a se- I gave it a seven out of ten. And pretty much that score is because it's right down the middle for me. If you have an extra ten dollars and you yeah. want to have some extra reading this holiday, this will do you up for its eighty pages. So yeah. it's nothing that it's like going to continue into other stories, other comics you might be reading, but. It's a nice little fun distraction. Yeah. Would it shock you if I told you I'm going to give it a 9.8 out of 10? Yes, because yeah. you already told me what you're going to give it. No, actually, I think I'm going 8 out of 10 now. What did I say before? 7. 8 out 5? of 10. Did I say 8 out of 10? Well, I'm right yeah. on. Yeah, I actually thought that I told you 7.5. Yeah, nope. I give it an 8 out of 10. And, uh, again, that might be saying without the $10, $10 price tag is so... That's fucking steep, man. And here's the thing. Like, past years... The DC did have a thing where around the holidays you'd have this weird week where there'd only be two books. Yeah. You'd get like the Justice League and something and an else. It was almost it like was that. almost like an annuals week every year that you wouldn't get much. This would have been served to be one of those. Like you'd have uh, Batman and this, so that people who already had their put, hey, you know what? There's no other books this week. I have this extra money. Let's go for it. Especially in a thing where they are really pushing this two ninety nine to try to get people involved to have this this expensive is a little off but the i can see it's the efforts there the people who did the this book really did try their best you know what i'm saying they yeah. this is not a it is a cash grab but <laughs> it it is there's care it, taken it's one with it. a little heart to it yeah you're never gonna i don't think anybody could read this and be that pissed off like jesus christ i you know you Where's know going in, as, and as long as you go in knowing it's a christmas thing and what you should a holiday yeah. thing i i always say christmas that's actually me being a piece of shit uh good but good. yeah but uh no i just i always Don't force i'm your so, I'm me, so narrow-minded that it's just me that's all i care about is me eric you know that uh but yeah if you go in knowing that it's just a holiday special you're gonna get a bunch of stories and yeah everything's gonna be a little cliched and over the top towards having a good time and and happiness I, I don't see how you could be upset with this, but no. I really did. Get I really did spirit. enjoy it. 
Yeah, I really did enjoy it. And and you get to see your heroes having a good time and being able to relax now and again, you know? Yeah, it's I not bad. I don't care about that. They're, they're heroes. I get, like get the fuck our, off your I'm ass you. and start heroing. No, Hero that's, the thing, that's the thing I actually missed the most about Earth 2 being the way it is. I can't say miss, yeah. but one of my biggest disappointments, because we get to have these times with our heroes where we get to see them be their secret identities, have a yeah. day-to-day life, have loved ones. Earth 2, they're just the heroes all the time going through war after war. I'm like, yeah. I just want to see them go to a job, have a family, actually have no, to change have a, their that costume. That sounds like great. The guy's on a fucking forklift. It's like the video game Shenmue. Where it, it sounds like a great idea that you're like, oh my god, these video games, they're never realistic. And in that game, you could actually go to, to work and, and drive a fork truck for fucking eight hours. Hey, like these, clock these, in, clock these out. These heroes out. are real people to me. I need to see every aspect of their day to day life. Every aspect. You're gonna, the next issue of Deathstroke is just him fucking having diarrhea from eating a goddamn burrito. He's all upset with himself. <laughs> you don't put that into his He's body. He's all upset with himself. The Terminator. He's on the toilet. And we're back, Eric. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I guess. Kind of lifts the veil, doesn't it? <laughs> we, we were gone? <laughs> I told you, I have a lot of uh, crutches that I have to use with my vocal uh, stylings, if you will. Uh, but yeah. Oh, oh your <laughs> I, I, The train's going off the rails, my friend. I had too many of those whiskey balls. I don't know what's going on. I need a shower because my fucking, I smell like potato salad because I, I did, did. We didn't mention the potato salad, no, right? We, we, did we talked about the stuff, but. As people know, we made a joke last episode when we do have these parties and things at work and there's uh, these food items. What they usually do is they put them all on a table and roll them into the cold room and then the ninjas hit the town. And that's me and you, my friend. We are the – I told you I am – what I like to call a culinary kleptomaniac. I could not, I just called not, you a mooch. Yeah, I'm not hungry, though. This is the thing. It's not like I'm like, I'm not going to buy lunch because I'm going to wait to eat. That's more of a mooch. To me, what happens think is... I more of a glutton. No, it's more of a, okay, I see you got that free food in there. I have to get some without anybody seeing it. And then I go into, I go into ninja, food ninja, I call myself. And I run into the, the room. And I always do. I have a, a little thing like a, a process i go and i scope out the scene I oh look yeah what's going on and then you gotta I come fucking back out. Case the area. i do this all the time this is uh, all the time eric you joined you you became my brother today <laughs> because you were in as well and through the whole afternoon basically you were going into the cold room and then you'd come out and what i told everybody if you can imagine you grab a cookie or anything and then you put your hand in your sleeve so nobody can see and then when you come out, I, you or me say to each other, like, hey, you want a cookie? And then you pull it out almost like you're abracadabra. All of a sudden, the fucking flowers See, come me, out. I, I, don't, I don't go the freaking stage magician route. Oh, I, I have do. pockets in my hoodie, which I yeah, just Yeah, you have up. pockets. I don't go pockets because at one point we went in and actually got hoagies. You had it in your pocket. I had I, it in hoagie. my sleeve. And we came. You had a pocket hoagie. I had a sleeve hoagie. So what happened then? We come out. And we're about to eat. Like me and you are both there together, and all of a sudden, some the the fucking asshole shows up at our work who would tell on us. So oh, all yeah. of a sudden, fucking sleeve back in, arm back and sleeve. You put it in, and I walked away because he thought something was up. He knew oh, yeah. something he was, was going on. The shit he out was of us. eyeballing us, so I had to make some distance from you. So I walked to the other side of the warehouse, like to the point where we're still looking at each other. He, <laughs> this guy's on a fork truck, and he he won't go. He's just standing no. there or sitting on the fork truck, just looking at us and i'm pretending i'm doing stuff and i keep on looking and the minute that he pulled out of out of uh, fucking view 
<laughs> fucking hoagies were laughing Ta-da! at each other, eating hoagies from across the room, just laughing. <laughs> just and, shoving uh, it in our mouth before it yeah. comes riding back so around. So then what I told you then, I made the next move was I went in and got a couple more hoagies, and I strategically placed them in the warehouse. So when anytime I'm hungry, I got a hoagie. So cause the They're still there because you yeah, forgot about yeah, them. They're still there. They're, they're Of the two, there's still one and a half left in the warehouse at weird spots and i'll forget about them they're going to be there three years from now i'll probably still eat them but then i wanted another hoagie i had placed my hoagies at strategic spots then i wanted another hoagie so i go in and i and again you this is a (laughs) point where it is a grab and run you oh yeah you you do not have time and grab yeah yeah it's a snatch and grab so i run in grab another hoagie up the sleeve i go running and now I realized that I don't really have any place to eat it because everybody's out and about now. So I took it into the bathroom, Eric. I go into the bathroom. Uh, boom. Hoagie comes out of sleeve. And I'm looking. I'm like, God damn it. It's roast beef. I'm not a huge roast beef hoagie fan. I actually prefer an Italian hoagie myself. Uh, but hey, I'm not, not going to look a, a sleeve hoagie in the face, Eric. So I the- sit on the toilet. Now, here's the weirdest face. spot. Now, again, you could be disgusted by me eating it on the toilet. I yes. actually feel like I now I am a glow. I have a problem. You have moved down a a notch in your own personal self-esteem. Well, I'm sneaking a hoagie, and I'm saying the worst though. I said to you, and I couldn't stop laughing later. Is I still pulled down my pants as if I was going to go to the bathroom. I I don't know why. I didn't have to go. I was in there to, to, I guess, force a habit. I did it. So I'm eating this. I got my fucking, and again, it's like two degrees and I wear shorts all year round. So I got my shorts down to my goddamn ankles. I'm sitting on the toilet eating a goddamn hoagie. And then I look, there is shit coming out of this hoagie. It's all over the floor. Now I think I'm going to get caught. Lettuce and freaking pieces of forgotten. So then I'm eating. I'm picking the shit up and throwing it in the toilet. I'm still eating. And I thought, you know what? I don't really want to finish this. I, but I didn't want to throw it away because, again, this guy who we talked about earlier at our work who does take pisses out the door and, and he's an awful person. He also seems to be like he thinks he's Batman. He always wants to get people in trouble. I guarantee you he would have seen if I would have thrown that away in the trash, somebody would have found out that somebody ate a hoagie in there and he would have known when. And yeah. then all shit breaks loose. So I end up like, I maybe I'll flush it. And I'm thinking, well, I don't want to clog the toilet with this hoagie. But then I'm thinking, you know what? It's, it's not that big. So I st- actually, I start ripping it apart and putting oh pieces. And I'm, fl- I'm doing courtesy flushes with the goddamn hoagie and going as down. As this is going on, I come in because obviously I want to check all It was taking me forever. Seat. What? So I'm standing at the urinal <laughs> taking a piss. You're telling, you give me a play-by-play, yeah. and we're both just cracking yeah, up laughing. Yeah, we were laughing. laughing. We're just in the bathroom laughing. You're, t- I mean, the, you know, I'm still by then. I'm throwing it away. You got your pants around your ankles. God damn it! I did. I'm like, why did I pull down my pants? Why so did then you put we go it back out. up when you're trying to rip up the So hoagie? then we go out. Now again, you would think that now I've thrown the hoagie into the toilet. I, I'm not done yet, Eric. Because then you start <laughs> telling me. Because at one point I actually got a little busy, oh, and yeah. you ended up lapping me in the oh, ninja. Oh, you were eating tons of stuff. So now you start going to me, and almost like I had to me, cookies, it was a combination. Brownie, yeah, it was cheesecake. like Ocean Eleven, Ocean's Eleven, and some sort of like contest that you wanted to see if I could get in there and do this because you're like, hey, there's these things you got to go in, and you're explaining the whole thing. You're, you're giving oh, yeah. me the whole plan. Like you got to go in. It's in this eclair thing. It's not eclairs, but when you open it up, it's there's a second layer underneath. Yeah, you you got to get that. Layer. So I go run in i'm looking at it and i go the fucking it's got a trick lid i couldn't get it open i'm like oh god damn it i open it up i grab that i How come running out essence? 
Yeah, of course, it's in my sleeve. So I come out, I eat that, and then I'm like, I'm going to go back in. And I said to you, where's the, is there potato salad? I love potato salad. Oh, I told you. I looked around everything while you were busy doing stuff. I scoped out the entire area, found out where everything was. I'm like, fuck, they got potato salad in there, but there's no good way to do it or no place to eat them. So like, I got to skip the potato salad. No, and the only thing is, in my mind, as the food uh, ninja, I would have probably, if I was thinking right and actually wanted to take, I should have went and grabbed a cup because then I can go in because nobody's going to get upset if I take diet soda, right? So right. I go in with the cup, and if somebody comes in, I grab the soda, just pour it in. If nobody comes in, Eric, I scoop up the goddamn potato salad. Off I go. I run off and hide it. I, I don't know. But the problem is I wasn't thinking. I ran in, and I'm like, okay, there's the potato salad. Let me look. And I open up. It's in this you know container with tinfoil over And I look, and I'm like, whew, that's a, that's a very moist. That's very runny potato salad. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't know. So I put the lid closed, and I'm walking out, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm doing it. And I went and fucking scooped it in my hand, grabbed a whole bunch of potato salad, and fucking up the sleeve, and I ran out. And then I went up to you. I'm like, hey, Eric, you hungry? Well, you know, you get a lot to eat. And you're like, I'm really stuffed. Oh, are you stuffed for potato salad? And then I was like, abracadabra again. And it's there, dripping all the fuck all over. Oh you're laughing God. at him. Like, all then you, the inside of your Oh, it was disgusting. So then I started eating it out of my oh. hand, and it was just... It had a lot, and I said, do you like onion? Because, boy, it was heavy on the onion, which made it worse because now I have actual, at that point, potato salad all up my arm and up to my bicep. It's I'm got, telling you, it's, it was it's the potato worst. salad. Because of the onions and because of the yeah. egg and the potato salad, what, Jim go. just smelled like B.O. Yeah, and fucking I smelled like parts. I had the worst B.O. And then, so, then I go, and then I don't even go to, to wash it off. I just try to throw it in the trash, what I didn't eat off my hand. Also, we took a picture of it because it was yep. funny. But I, I go, and then I have the, all over my hand, it's just covered in it. And I, I said, I gotta go wash this off. So we're walking back to the bathroom, Eric, our, our <laughs> office. And the one guy who thinks that wrong turn is a character he wants to play at on uh, halloween comes walking up and you say it's so funny because at that point the hands back up the sleeve i don't oh, want yeah, anybody to, to see. hide this shit and you're like hey brian hey, jim wants to shake your hand and he's all confused what what okay, jim like, wants why? to shake my hand oh, okay and then i come out it pops out and it's all over and he goes what's that it's come and he goes ew and then i said <laughs> it, it doesn't matter and he's like what were you and eric doing i said don't think bad things he just paid me to jerk myself off i didn't do anything with him and then yeah. we, we went and cleaned off and yet to this day t- to this day and then, we wa- and then he saw us walking to the bathroom i looked at him before we co- the door closed and said round two brian round two and now he's he he's a guy who is awful in, in those areas like you know he he's a he's not a good guy he's been told a lot of bad he's things he's retarded goes with, so everything yeah, he, and he goes Whatever he hears, and he's the bad combination of half retarded living with complete assholes and pieces Hillbillies. of shit. Yeah. So I went in and cleaned off, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, it is all the way up to my goddamn bicep, number one. <laughs> and number two, I stink. I smell like a goddamn onion so patch. Bad. I still do. I didn't get to take a shower. We, I came home and had all this stuff to do, and now we have to do the, the spotlight. <laughs> I still smell like crap. You know what we're going to have on our regular podcast, Eric? A lot more of this talk. And some books. We might talk some comics eventually. Eventually. But eventually. Yeah, what we have this week, Eric. We have a think lot of it, books. No, no, even before that. Now, through all this disgusting story that Jim has just told you, I want you to think of those poor people that took that potato salad home and now have a big old fucking gym well, greasy dirty bit inside I of it. I believe at a point, because it was so wet 
a potato salad. Somebody went a little heavy on the mayonnaise, Eric. I hope because when I scooped it out, I had to run out, and it really did look like somebody scooped it out with their hand. Yep. I hope that it kind of settled a little before. And really, you say that? I think it'll be there tomorrow. And really, in my mind, if I go in tomorrow and it's there on that table, all that food's there – Open game. You can eat anything you want. Now, the other thing being is that's what it was we, today. What are you talking well, about? Well, <laughs> the problem with what people are probably like, why do, are they sneaking this food? Well, there was that luncheon, and we did we not participate. Look like we didn't participate, and now <laughs> we were kind of shunned. I I did the cookies. You did not lunch. I went home and kind of got guffed for it. But yeah, uh, on our regular podcast, Eric, uh, this week I think it's going to be twenty eight hours long. Oh, twenty eight hours strong, they say. Yeah. Uh, I know. Do you have any life problems that popped up this week that stopped you? Maybe I from have a recording. Shit ton of life problems. Oh, did it stop you from recording, from recording this podcast, Eric? We Dude, haven't recorded it yet. But I do don't think? drive. I came home to a note on my door telling me that, uh, from the borough telling me they're going to shut off my power. Yeah. So I had a half an hour to walk oh. fifteen blocks to get there in the cold yeah. to find out that I just have to pay them this money. They didn't shut it off, but then I had to come back. And then we had to freaking take okay, care of Okay, so stuff. what you're saying is no podcast this week, right? Because oh, no. that's Why what it seems that? these other podcasts. They're, oh, life problems came up. You know what? Life problems come up. That's life. Yeah. Have some commitment, Eric. How do I reach these kids? I don't understand it. I hear these people, and they're always skipping podcasts. I want to be that podcast. So the thing, they have 40-minute podcasts. They skip it. I, I could have done 40 minutes in the bathroom eating that goddamn fucking hoagie. Probably would have been better than this one. Would have been funny. It would have heard me laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. I was actually crying. I was laughing when I realized why the fuck did I pull my pants down? I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm eating a hoagie. Am I a scumbag? I'm, yeah, I think I am. And does anybody have a bowl of cereal for me? Uh, then this is what we're going to talk about on the podcast. Action Comics 969. You just passed the test, Eric. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number five. Uh, you already heard the DC Rebirth Holiday Special number one, but we'll be talking about that. Uh, you know, you'll hear that audio again, Eric. We're not doing that again, right? Absolutely not. No, that is a, a repeat. But if you haven't heard it, it's new to you, I hear. That's what I hear. Deathstroke number eight. Detective Comics number 946, Earth 2 Society number 19, Gotham Academy second semester number 4, Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps number 10, New Superman number 6, Red Hood and the Outlaws number 5, I gotta go past that Scooby Apocalypse, uh, Suicide Squad number 8, Supergirl number 4, Superwoman number 5, The Flash number 12, Wonder Woman number 12. What, what, is there as many books as there's creative team on that holiday special? I think your throat uh, is still sore. Now, I also want to say before we leave, we also have the Weird Science Radio. It's on Mixler. Everybody has been jumping on. We have a show each week at 7. You go to Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, uh, slash Weird Science DC. You can sign up. If you sign up, you'll be notified when each show goes on. <laughs> really, it is at 7 p.m. Eastern time every night. I just want to push my show, Eric, because Reggie is starting to make it into you mean, a contest. You mean the 80 Strike Back show? The 80 Strike Back, it's called. I All these other shows seem to be a lot of rap, except two. And then there was two, Eric. Friday right. nights, you go at seven, you'll hear some 80s hits. I'm telling you, I'm not going to be pretentious about it either. Who doesn't love the 80s? I actually sat there, and I'm like, I could really fucking, you know... Teach these people. I could teach these kids. How do I teach? Yeah, how do I teach these kids? Uh, I'm not going to go that route. I'm going to play yeah. a lot of hits. I'm going to play, play songs that people. Hits. I'm telling you, to me, the, the most thing that I can say of 80s music, eh, it makes me smile. There's a me lot of well. fun songs. Uh, so we're going to do I love that. Pop. 
Yeah, I do too. But there's also rap and, and heavy metal. But even that heavy metal, it's kind of fun. You know, you got looks to kill. Eh? That's in my set. <laughs> but yeah, I, I sat at trying to make the most perfect set list of what I'm going to play. And I'm telling you, I thought I was reinventing the wheel. I'm there with an abacus going. I got a fucking calculator. I don't know what I was doing. Freaking Fight to Survive was playing. Where Where is it, Eric? I got the got sound. Got a montage going. Oh, my God. It was, it was crazy. Here, here you go. This is me. This is going. I'm like, okay, do I put relax before? Do you really want to hurt me? No. You know what I'm going to do? Duran, Duran. And you know what? Reflex, Eric. I'm not going hungry like the wolf. I'm fucking uh-uh. cutting edge here, baby. Let's just play it out. Let's go no, but again, uh, you know, you're going to get some Madonna. Yeah, I'm really going to push my show. This is my time, Eric. But uh, there's also another show on Sundays where, and it is at 7 p.m. Eastern time, right? It's going to start. Uh-huh. And that is where I like to call the cellar dweller is going to have his, what is it called? Pop horror. Pop horror. Where Eric is going to put up. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Eric. It is the cellar dweller. That's right. He is going Our buddy, to the cellar play. Dweller. It's funny. The give me. Uh, if you had to impersonate the cellar dweller, have the cellar dweller say, "Welcome to the show." Welcome to the show. Oh, that that it sounds like somebody I know. Spot on. Dweller. On a classic cellar dweller right there. <laughs> it's classic. But, but oh my god. But you're gonna play songs that have a horror theme. Yes. Is what the uh, songs that have appeared in horror movies. Songs that inspire horror. Halloween esque yeah. songs, things that just make you think of Halloween like, or horror uh, in general. Purple People Eater, right? That is that going to be in the yeah. first show? Is that the no. first show? Is that how about Absolutely the theme not. from the Monsters? Is that no. in there? It's funny because you came up with this idea for the show, and then you started writing songs. You're like, I really think that I limited myself too much. <laughs> I've run out of content. Uh, it's gonna be, you're gonna record three shows and add uh, repeat. <laughs> oh, you'll have content. But I even heard that maybe there is a chance that the seller do- – I'm still working with his people. He may appear at the end of my AD Strike Back show, Eric. And AD Strike Back, great name. I'm great with the names. Uh, you know, I want to hear the applause, Eric. Give me a slow clap for me. Yes, that, I have a smile on my face, Eric, because that's what I – you know what else makes me smile? Get fresh crew. That makes me smile a lot. And- really? Yeah. Really, all it comes down to anymore is that you just want to have more listeners than Reggie because he was talking smack yeah, earlier. And I said he was talking a little smack. I mean, personal smack. He's talking. He's like, yeah, he's <laughs> going to be. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. I'll spend the next three hours talking about it. So I'll force people into going. But yeah, that's uh, uh, Brandon has a, a show. Uh, Reggie has a show. Toby has a show. Ryan has a show. Trevitt has a, like every day is taken. And even Toby's like, I like, Toby liked it. So no, Saturday's Trevitt. Oh, wait, that's taken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's taken as well. Now we have the full gamut. Uh, every day at 7 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to have something. It's just fun. And there's a chat room. If you join in, you can talk a little, make fun of us for our musical choices. Uh, but yeah, Toby wants to have a weekly, like a daily show. And we're, we're working on with that. Uh, but yeah, we're just about done, right? Segregation, Reggie! Can't be a show without that. Cannot be a show with that. Who is laughing? I hate them. Yes. But that is what we call a rap. And Eric, what do you say? Turn that spotlight off. Turn it off. Oh, Eric! 